0: Hello and welcome to the Couch Church Podcast. I'm Rev. Cathy Ridd and welcome. This week we're reflecting on a reading from the Gospel of Matthew. It comes from Matthew chapter 22. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, We know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax.' And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, whose head is this and whose title? They answered, the emperor's. Then he said to them, give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's and give to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed and they left him and went away. The same day some Sadducees came to him saying there is no resurrection and they asked him a question saying teacher Moses said if a man dies childless his brother shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us the first married and died childless leaving the widow to his brother the second did the same so also the third down to the seventh. Last of all, the woman herself died. In the resurrection, then, whose wife of the seven will she be? For all of them had married her. Jesus answered them, You are wrong, because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is God not of the dead, but of the living. And when the crowd heard it, they were astounded at his teaching. There's a saying that nothing is certain in life except death and taxes. And today our gospel passage is about exactly that, death, and taxes the religious leaders of jerusalem are trying to trap jesus on the subject of taxes and on what happens after death we're going to focus on the whole fraught subject of taxes but first i want to quickly explain Why the religious leaders were so hung up about death on this question about that poor woman who was widowed seven times. So who would she be married to in heaven? Actually, the religious leaders didn't really care about the answer to that specific question. What they really wanted to know was whether Jesus believed there is life after death. See, the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection that there is life after death. While the Pharisees did, this whole question about who the woman would be married to in heaven, it was a ploy to get Jesus to say whether or not he believed in life after death. They were trying to establish whose side Jesus was on, the Pharisees or the Sadducees. So all these religious leaders wanted to know whose side Jesus was on not only about what happens after death, they also wanted to know whose side he was on about taxes. The two groups who had bailed Jesus up about taxes were the Pharisees and the Herodians. The Pharisees were against paying taxes to the Romans. The Herodians were in favour of paying tax to the Romans. The Pharisees said, "'It's not lawful to pay taxes.' the Herodians said, it's lawful to pay taxes. They wanted to force Jesus to say whether he thought paying tax was lawful or not. How could these two groups have such different ideas about what was lawful? Well, it comes down to whose law you're talking about. Are you talking about the law of the land, the Roman law of the time, Or are you talking about God's law? The Herodians were a group that was keen to stay on the right side of the Romans because in exchange for supporting Caesar, they were given power and privilege. So the Herodians supported Roman law. That's why they said it's lawful to pay tax to Caesar. Now, the Pharisees disagreed. They said it's not lawful to pay tax to Caesar, because they were talking about a different law. They were talking about the commandments, God's law. But does God's law say you shall not pay tax to Caesar? Well, no, it's a bit more nuanced than that. The Pharisees' problem with paying tax was with the coins that had to be used to pay the tax. Roman coins had the image of Caesar on them, his head, And they had an inscription that said, Caesar is the son of God. The coins broke the second commandment. You shall not make for yourself an idol. You shall not bow down to them. The Pharisees said, how can any faithful Jew handle this money? It tells us to worship Caesar as the son of God. In fact, the Pharisees taught that people shouldn't even touch one of these Roman coins. So the Pharisees and the Herodians had all come to find out whose side Jesus was on. They probably thought, this time we've got him cornered, he will have to say, yes, it's legal to pay taxes, or no, it's not. But Jesus had no intention of falling into their trap. Instead, Jesus said, show me the coin that's used to pay the tax. So they brought him a denarius, the coin with Caesar's image on it, and the inscription, Caesar is the son of God. And Jesus said, whose is this image? And who is it that gives himself an inscription like that? He was showing exactly what he thought of Caesar. And then he said, give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's. And to God, the things that are God's. Sure, give Caesar back these coins that have his image and inscription. He's welcome to them. But you must also give God back what has God's image and inscription. Caesar is welcome to those coins that bear his image. But God is also to be given what bears God's image. And what's that? It's us. It's humankind. We are made in God's image. We are inscribed by God. And how much more precious is that than some coins? Jesus didn't get bogged down in in a trap about which laws were being broken. He went back to basics, to the very beginning, to where God said, let us make humankind in our image. Those coins stamped with the image of Caesar and with an inscription about Caesar, let Caesar have them. But you, you are made in the image of God. Caesar's coin was inscribed. We are inscribed on the palms of God's hands. God says in Isaiah, See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. And so, said Jesus to those religious leaders, you must give yourselves to God. Give the coins stamped with Caesar's image to Caesar. But more importantly, give yourself, made in God's image, to God. Our gospel passage says that when the Pharisees and the Herodians heard this, they were amazed. They left Jesus and they went away. I'm not surprised. They weren't looking for that kind of an answer from Jesus. They just wanted him to say which side he agreed with. It's not so different to today. The religious leaders were trying to work out which group Jesus agreed with. It's like us asking, is Jesus on the side of the Anglicans or the Pentecostals? It's a ridiculous question. It's like asking if Jesus is on the side of the Jews or the Arabs It's a ridiculous question because Jesus is on the side of all humanity. You might not want to hear that, but it's true. In today's gospel, even the religious leaders knew that Jesus was on the side of all humanity. They said to him, we know you do not regard people with partiality. Every human being is made in God's image. The name of every human being is carved on God's palms. If we could only truly believe this, perhaps we would stop killing each other over the things of God. We are made in God's image. And so, said Jesus, we must give ourselves to God. What does that mean? Well, Practically every Sunday in our services, we say we're going to do it. Towards the end of our service, we pray, Father, we offer ourselves to you as a living sacrifice through Jesus Christ our Lord. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. This is a huge deal. When we pray that prayer, we are giving back to God what is God's. We're giving back ourselves. We do more than put coins in the offertory box. We throw ourselves into it too. So my challenge to you is this. Today, and any time you pray that prayer, think about what you're promising God. Give God what bears God's image. You yourself, you bear God's image. Your name is carved on the palm of God's hand. And please, in the name of God, remember that every human is made in God's image. Every human's name is carved on God's hand. So offer yourself as a living sacrifice to serve the world and humanity that God loves so much. Amen.